Welcome to another episode of The Raven Narratives. I'm Sarah Severson. And I'm Tom Yoder. The story you're about to hear was told by Wendelin Omanya at our first ever Story Slam in January, when our audience at the Durango Arts Center told their stories on the theme of Cold Feet. I was at home uh, when I received the call from somebody uh, that I didn't see for so long, and it was my boyfriend, uh, that, um, the boyfriend that I had in elementary school. And every boyfriend at the elementary school is cute and sweet and has everything perfect because you don't know anything about work, put your shit together. Uh, so he say, um, hey, I am in the United States and I've been thinking of you and I wish, I really wish you were here with me. And I was like, United States? How is United States? Because all that I knew about the United States, it was like these men that come to the beach with these long socks. And I was like, is that really cold over there? And I was like, so we were talking about all these things. He was in Texas. He was sharing with me uh, how cool life is there. They have big TVs. They have big trucks. They have these houses. Oh my gosh, like the bathroom never, never gets like the water always runs. Like, oh, that's perfect. And, uh, and then he talks about these like machines that do the dishes for you. <laughs> So I just uh, say, yes, tell me more. We, and then, uh, so we planned that I will meet him in a month. He will send money. He will put everything together. I just need to follow the steps, as he say. And um, I was just taking notes, because back in time, we didn't have like this amazing technology. So I was just like, he was in a phone that was not also his cell phone. So I was like, I didn't want to miss anything. And I was like, okay, so who is Juan again? Okay, I just need to ask for him, yes, where? Okay, yes, I'm going to be there. And then it's like, I'm going to call, like walk how long? So uh, I plan everything for a month and I just say bye to my family and then say I'm gonna make so much money. <laughs> and then, I, I just put everything together. I went to the border. I stay in this cheap hotel that he say I must stay there. And uh, because he already paid for that. And I was like, oh, thank you. And, <laughs> and he paid for the car that is going to pick me up and the guy that is going to talk to me. I start just um, trusting everything and everything looks so bizarre. It was the first time that I have to trust to strangers because I really want to see Marcos, was his name. And um, so I just wait for this. The guy that picked me up uh, looked very like a good man. So I just go with him. And he started picking up more people until we're like so saturated in this tiny car. And then he's like, I'm just going to drop you this. And from there, just start running to a wall. And you better pass that wall, because after that wall, somebody's going to wait for you, and then you better know how to swim. And I'm like, oh my gosh. 
I haven't been in shape forever. Like, I haven't worked out. And I'm like, what am I going to do? And I just eat this gigantic torta. Okay, let's do it. So just uh, just preparing yourself, you put everything together because I really want to have one of those big screens. And of course, I want to see Marcos. <laughs> so I just go and start just like, they just open the door like sardines, like cars, and then just open the door and everybody starts just running. We start running, running, running. Pass the wall because you must do it. And I was like, thank God for my father's jeans because I just did it. And after that, I was like, now what? And then you are there and everything is just like so big. Like, I mean, water is there, the river is there, like the wall is big and you didn't even know how you did it. Like you just there on your own and trusting these people that was in the sardine car that you didn't even, <laughs> Meet, you didn't even see for real, so you start identifying in the face, and then it's like, now you, I'm with you. Yes, I'm with you, we are together forever. Yes, I love you, I love you too. And it's like, what are we doing? <laughs> so, we walk. We try to, to help each other. Um, the, the river is not that deep, but you have to walk through it with your clothing. Of course, you start just, wanted to bring everything with you at the first, and then eventually you realize like, okay, let's just empty this, it's not necessary. Plus Marcos told me he will buy me clothing. So <laughs> I just go and um, I start, start listening to these stories. And I start seeing that they go for other reasons, that um, opportunities are really short, they have these children, they wanna open, um, an environment without violence and these like um, like massacres or a really deep uh, sadness in our country. And I start realizing my privilege for not having that so close. So I, as I walk, I pass the, the river and I get lost. And that, that sound that I just heard, it was like that, similar to that. I was like really lost. I was like, okay, what is this? Uh, what is happening? I don't see anybody. It's really dark. And I know uh, the desert gets super cold at a certain point. I've been walking for so long already. My shoes don't work anymore. So I start just showing these, like uh, my feet are exposed and really, really cold. Uh, it was, I guess, the longest night I ever had uh, because it was cold. It was a challenge to just see that uh, I, they hear, they say like that, that, that saying that don't follow the light, don't follow the light is real because you know the light is a cop or eyes, uh, immigration officer that is coming. So um, I'm gonna just short, shorten the, 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 the moment of the night when I was like really lost and really thinking about my privilege and how many things we do in order to get better in our lives and the opportunities. Like um, the day when I finally found uh, Marcos, um, I was there with him in this, in this house that he spoke. And unfortunately, he, he was different than high school, that's sorry, elementary school. And I was like, oh shoot. But it's, uh, <laughs> 
we didn't have Facebook back in time, so I didn't have time to stalk him. Um, I have, my, my feet are really hurt already. My legs are really exhausted, and I actually starving. Three months after, somebody invited me for the word hike, and when I was like, what? What that's supposed to mean? Oh, we just walk to the mountain, and we have fun, and we sit over there, and then we just come back. And I say, okay, have fun. <laughs> Thank you. Standing on the corner is a pretty little girl that I sure would like to meet. I've had plenty of time, but can't make up my mind. I think I got cold feet. I like to snatch her off the corner right in my arms. Thanks, Wendelin, for telling that story. Our next live storytelling events are coming up on March 30th and 31st, when the theme will be Second Chances. Pitch your story at ravennarratives.org on the contact page. And to hear more amazing stories told live from the stage, please check out Tell Us Something. It's a live storytelling podcast from events told in Missoula, Montana. You can find the Tell Us Something podcast on iTunes or find out more on their website at tellussomething.org. The Raven Narratives is supported by Red Scarf Shots and photographer McCarson Tafoya, who takes beautiful portraits of our storytellers. Check out her work on the gallery page of our website at ravennarratives.org or find out more at redscarfshots.com. Special thanks to Mancus Valley Resources, our fiscal sponsor for the Raven Narratives. Our intro music for this episode is Storyteller by Jazar, and our outro music for this episode is Cold Feet by the Dell Vikings. And thanks to all of you for listening. And don't forget to comment on this episode, share it with your friends, and listen to all the Raven Narratives podcast episodes on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. Yeah. 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 Yeah.